Hey, what's happening, guys? Grace and peace to all of you today. I uh, hope all is well. Welcome back to uh, Live the Life podcast. Um, as always, we greatly appreciate you guys listening and following along. We pray that uh, this ministry is is helping to deepen your relationship with Jesus Christ as we uh, as we were created to glorify Him, right? To bring Him glory in every area of our life. So I, I pray that's happening for all of you. And uh, again, we thank you for your support and most of all for your prayers over us. Amen. So today we want to talk about, uh, or I'll just say my message is called Jesus plus nothing equals everything. Jesus plus nothing equals everything. And uh, this would be uh, part two. I guess of our, our, our new series or, or episode two. Last week we talked about, you know, audacious faith. And, uh, and prior to that, you know, we'd, we'd come through the valley. We'd been, you know, broken down. We'd been reshaped and reformed by the Lord. You know, therefore we're, we're ready to move forward, right? And to step out with this audacious faith, right? And, and audacious faith has given God glory for what he's done for us in the valley and what he's done for us in the past and what he's done for us on the mountaintops. And, and, and having the faith to share that with the world around us, that they would come to know the Lord and that they would praise him and give him glory. Amen. Man, God is so good. You know what I mean? Just God, God didn't need us. <laughs> you know, he created us. It, our creation is a, is a gift, man, that we even exist. And uh, just God is so good. So we, our only proper response is, is praise and worship. And, and glory to him and, and sharing how good he is to, to everybody we we meet. Amen. So today, Jesus plus nothing, you know, equals everything. So, you know, acknowledging and allowing uh, the, this supernatural transformation of our character, right, which comes from knowing the Lord and being baptized in the Holy Spirit and being baptized by water, there's this transformation that happens. Our old nature dies, our old man dies, the, the, the old ways, our old ways of viewing things, all that stuff when we come to know the Lord, there's this supernatural transformation, right? And um, it equates to maturity as a Christian. You know, we should be constantly uh, becoming more mature as Christians, right? And when you think of maturity, it's not age, it's not time, it's depth, it's intimacy, which is what our hearts are all about is encouraging y'all to deeper, intimate relationship, right, with the Lord uh, Jesus Christ, right? And another way to look at it is, you know, there's infants, you know, they know nothing as infants, right? And as they grow, they, they start to become more mature, right? They, they act more <laughs> like adults. I get that's a rabbit trail, but you get maturity. You got infants versus maturity, right? Infants versus adulting and responsibility and you know, and in our case, it's it's reflecting God well um, in everything we do, right? Uh, so, becoming mature in Christ, it means to to be continually shedding of our of our old ways, our old flesh, right, and to replace it with God's flesh, right? <laughs> For He is the bread of life, and we are filled with His Spirit, and the Holy Spirit uh, comes in us and comes upon us, and you know, saturates us with His love, and and again, He is the bread of life, and He is all that we need to be sustained in this life and forever is found in the bread and the living water of Jesus Christ, which is Jesus himself. 
Jesus is the word, right? He was the word. The word was with God. The word was God. He is the bread of life. He is living water. He is all we need. Jesus plus nothing equals everything, right? So again, we must acknowledge our shortcomings. We must change them, right? Allow God to change us. And we can only do it, you know, through the supernatural love of Jesus Christ, right? Because he is love and he's given us the power to love him and to love others, right? Through his grace, his glorious grace. He also gives us the power, you know, to change, right? To change direction, to repent every day and change direction, moving towards who he is, moving towards reflecting his glory, displaying his glory, right? Sharing his glory everywhere we go, right? Becoming stronger and stronger as our reflection of him becomes more clear and evident to those around us, right? In order to bring God glory through our transformations, amen? Jesus plus nothing equals everything, amen? So I just want to touch on some some aspects of Jesus, which we, we talked about over the last couple weeks, we talked about the gospel and right, which is the life and the death and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. It's the good news. It's all of that combined. We kind of broke those elements down a little bit, but we also talked about what moved Jesus. You know, you read in the word, his word, that he was moved with compassion, right? Moved with compassion. So compassion is a big thing for Jesus and compassion should be a big thing for us in our life and how we live our life. And an aspect of compassion, I believe, is is the ability to listen to people and to hear them, right? When you see a person and you want to have compassion on them and you ask them a question, you have to be ready to listen and hear, right, what it is they have to say. And then listen to the Holy Spirit on how to move forward with compassion and, and pour out whatever God would have you pour out. So in James 1, uh, chapter, chapter 1, 19 through 27, it says, My dear brothers, take note. Of this, everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. You know, we taught on this, I don't know, a couple months ago is, you know, speak to build, right? Or listen to learn and speak to build. Listen to learn and speak to build, right? Speak to encourage, speak to lift someone up, and listen to learn. Learn who they are, learn why they feel the way they feel, learn what's going on with them, and then encourage them right? Because your opinion doesn't really matter, all right? Our opinions don't matter. (laughs) Everybody has opinions. I'll just leave it at that. There's there's a good worldly saying, not good, but one I used to say, but I'm not going to say. So why should we not become angry? Why? Because anger does not produce righteousness, right? And righteousness is what God desires. And righteousness is only found in him. Jesus plus nothing equals everything. Everything we need is in Jesus, who now lives in us. And we are righteous because of him. And we are sanctified and set apart to be holy because of him. Right? All about him. All for his glory. Not us. Right? Therefore, we must get rid of all moral filth and the evil that's so prevalent and humbly accept the word that is planted in us, which can save us. All right? 22 says, do not merely listen to the word and deceive yourselves, but do what it says. Amen. So compassion, you know, service to the body is the next thing I want to highlight quickly. You know, again, just serve, man, serve in the kingdom, help, help to keep the, the body unified. You know, the enemy's out to kill, steal and destroy. And he does it by division. His number one weapon 
you know, is his atom bomb or whatever is, is division, right? And all of his other attacks come through guilt and shame and, you know what I mean? And regret and all these other things that keep us from the Lord. And, 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 and offense is another big one that the enemy uses to separate and divide families, divide churches, divide friendships, just divide the world, divide humanity into pockets. And the, and the enemy's having a field day right now. When in reality, Jesus plus nothing equals everything. You know, quit searching for fulfillment in this life because you're never going to find it. We all were made with a God-shaped hole in our heart that only his grace can fill. God's glorious grace, the inheritance of his glorious riches of his grace. You need to understand what grace is, man. Whole nother, whole nother sermon, but... So in, 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 in response to that, we need to be of service to the body to help unify the church, unify our families, unify our friendships, all through the power of the Holy Spirit who lives inside of us, right? And we can learn. There's people we can learn from. Hopefully you're learning from these messages and my life experiences. And, and just like I could learn from you, if we were talking back and forth, I'd be learning just as much from you is you may or may not be learning from me. I don't, you know, our testimonies are powerful and what God's doing in our life helps to set others free. It's, it's all grace, man, and having grace for one another because of God's grace for us. It's the most beautiful thing, right? So in Ephesians uh, chapter three, verses 11 to 16, you know, it says, so Christ gave himself apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers to equip his people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up until we reach the unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, right? What is maturity? What, what is spiritual maturity? It's attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. Jesus plus nothing equals everything, right? And God created us to bring him glory and again, he created some to be apostles, some to be prophets, some to be evangelists, some to be pastors, some to be teachers, all to equip his people to understand why we were created, right, for the glory of God and, and, and his glorious grace, man. So we need to learn, we need to be of service, right? Sometimes that's humility. We have to come under, we have to learn, we have to share what God is teaching us, share our testimony, serve those in need right? Verse 14 says, then we will no longer be infants. When will we no longer be infants? When we attain to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. We are no longer infants. Being tossed back and forth by the waves and blown here and there by every wind of, of teaching and scheming, right? And the cunning and the craftiness of people and their deceitful scheming. And again, you got to be careful of what you listen to and what you, you know, what you learn because it's Jesus, Jesus plus nothing equals everything. And God, we're here to glorify God, period. So you got to just, you know, there's a saying I learned, I don't know where I learned it from, but eat the meat and spit out the bones. There's a lot of good people I know, but every time, even myself, as I'm in front of you speaking to you, I may say something wrong. But y'all know my heart and God knows my heart and God is my judge, not you. And the same goes for all of y'all. When you speak and you know what I mean? And I, I'm like, wow, that was really good. I'm going to take what was really good and pass it on. If there's something I didn't agree with or didn't quite understand, I let it go, man. 
You know what I mean? Because I don't want any offense. I don't want any judgment. I don't want any of that. I don't want any of that towards you. And I would hope you would have none of that towards me. But we have to be careful. And it's really not that hard to be careful. It's Jesus plus nothing equals everything, right? And the word of God, right? And there's some things in scripture that are crystal clear. And then there's a lot of scripture that's up to interpretation of man and what they think. So you just need to, and it's not all wrong and it's not all right, but as long as you have Jesus at the center and, and, and it's to glorify God and God's great glory and God's great grace for us, right? That's your, that's your marker. That's your teacher right there is Jesus and, and glorifying the Father for who he is, a great God of love and mercy, also a good judge, right? Who does what he says, right? And it was poured out and he does not like sin. He never has. He hates sin. That's why Jesus came. All right. So there is a wrath of God. It's the consequences of our own choices, but wrath is not a horrible thing. Wrath is actually subordinate to God's grace and mercy. It's necessary for us to understand how great his grace is for us, right? That we would glorify God for pouring out his amazing, indescribable grace over all of humanity. Amen. Man, y'all are getting sermons within a sermon. You're getting sermons within a sermon, right? So again, and and moving forward into verse 15, instead, speaking the truth in love, we will grow to become in every respect the mature body of him who is the head, that is Christ, right? From him, the whole body joined and held together by every supporting ligament grows and builds itself up in love as each part does its work, amen? And I would say each part does its work with Jesus at the center, giving God all the glory, and spreading it through compassion and love and mercy. And of course, his wrath comes under those things, right? Because there's only two places to go. It's heaven or hell, right? And to not choose is to choose. So y'all need to be careful of that. But if you know who God truly is in his nature, then (laughs) it's a no-brainer, man. Follow the Lord Jesus Christ. Get to know him. Enter into relationship with him right? Be baptized by water, be baptized in the spirit and go and proclaim the gospel, right? The good news of what God is doing in your life. And lastly, you know, we're to add nothing and subtract nothing from his word. And like I said earlier, there's many things in the Bible that are crystal clear, indisputable. There are many, 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 many other things that is man's interpretation of the word. And y'all need to be very, very, very careful of that. I need to be very, very careful of that, which today, everything I speak is (laughs) Jesus is the center and it is intended to glorify God, not me whatsoever. I'm sharing what the Lord is pouring out through me, right? So Colossians 1.28, and some of these things or mysteries. I call it the Deuteronomy 29, 29 bucket. Some of these mysteries will be revealed. Others will not. Therefore, they remain mysteries. Meaning God's going to reveal to us individually what he wants to reveal to us. And then outside of that, there will be many mysteries. And we're to put them right back in the mystery bucket. Don't get hung up on them. Don't get off track, 
of the love of God and compassion and sharing the gospel, just throw it in the Deuteronomy 20, 29, 29 bucket and God may or may not answer it when you get to heaven. You know what I mean? I think we're all just going to be on our faces crying, holy, 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 to be honest, when we get to heaven. But, you know, y'all think what you, <laughs> whatever you want, what heaven looks like, right? So Colossians 1.28 out of the message says, this mystery has been kept in the dark for a long time, but now it's out in the open. God wanted everyone, right? Everyone. God's grace was poured out for everyone. It covered the entire earth and everybody in the earth and on the earth, right? That came before us and those that are here now and those that are coming in the future, God's grace covers every single person. All right. And then it says, God wanted everyone, it, not just Jews, right? At the time, the Jews were the chosen people. God wanted everyone to know this rich and glorious secret inside and out, regardless of their background, regardless of their religious standing. The mystery in a nutshell is just this. Christ is in you. Christ is in you. So therefore, you can look forward to sharing in God's glory. It's that simple. That is the substance of our message. We preach Christ, warning people not to add to the message. It's all about Jesus Christ, God's grace displayed through Jesus Christ, God's glorious grace for every single person on this planet poured out through his glorious son, Jesus, in the glory of the cross. We teach in a spirit of profound common sense so that we can bring each person to maturity. To be mature is to be basic. Christ, no more, no less. That's why I'm working so hard at it day after day, year after year, doing my best with the energy God so generously gives me. Amen. So what is everything? What is everything, right? Jesus plus nothing equals everything. Everything to me is the richness and the fullness and the understanding of God's grace through Jesus Christ, his son, right? And in Galatians 5.22, just to bring this all to a close, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified their flesh with its passions and desires. Since we now live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking and envying one another. Let us keep in step with the Spirit. So Jesus plus nothing equals everything. I encourage you all to, to focus in on what Jesus did for us on the cross. It's the only reason that we have air in our lungs. He is the only reason. And why we were created. To bring glory to God and glory displayed through the richness of his glorious son on the glorious cross. Jesus plus nothing equals everything. Amen. God bless you guys.